Here I am at Borromeo Seminary. I'm in the quad of the CPL, and this is one of the special memories for me because I'm 10 years ordained now a priest, and I entered the seminary in 2001, so um, we're looking at like 16 years of formation. But I'll never forget, it was right by this statue out here that I, uh, I really felt like this is what I was supposed to do. I am truly grateful for my time that I had here at the seminary is a wonderful time of formation and I'm even more grateful for my priesthood. I think had I known back then what it would be like to be a priest and now 10 years into priesthood, it would have made discernment a, a heck of a lot easier. Maybe it's good that you go through the struggles, but um, I am so grateful to be called to this life and I can't imagine, can't imagine not being a priest. Um, it is. As one priest said, it's like having a front row seat in the theater of God's grace. You get to see it all every day. So right here in this quad is where I made a vocation weekend, and I was here actually, and I began to receive the call um, years ago when I had made my first communion. But um, it was kind of sealed here. I'll show you a few other places where that happened. This is another area I like to come to because when I made my weekend retreat originally, um, I came out to this courtyard, it's called the St. Mary's Courtyard, and I was standing right over here, actually, and I remember asking God again for a sign if I should come to the seminary. I was standing right here under this um, awning and looking out at the statue of St. Mary, and as I stood here, I said, Lord, if you want me to come, um, make it known, make it evident, and I remember at that moment there was such a huge breeze that came blowing across my body and it was so strong and I took a deep breath and I was like wow I think he, I think that's you God and then and then a part of me was like well no I need it that's not strong enough can you make it stronger and he did the wind got stronger and stronger and stronger and I, just, I swear I felt a complete experience of the Holy Spirit my whole body tingled I could feel the air blowing across the, the hair on my arms and I breathed in a deep breath and that was when I kind of said okay Lord yes I'll enter the seminary and I entered I entered that fall and it was right here that that happened the St. Mary's Courtyard one other thing I want to show you is this was my second room in the seminary when I wanted to move to the quiet quiet hall so um, you can see the windows there where is it This wall is called, I kind of call it the Wall of Fame, because this is all the priests that have ever been ordained from Borromeo Seminary. Well, these are the guys that graduated from Borromeo Seminary. You don't get ordained until you finish St. Mary's Seminary. And I remember once, um, I think it was Father Ireland that brought me here to the seminary and we walked around. I never wanted to be a priest. I just wanted to be married and have a family. And I remember thinking even back then, oh God, I hope my picture is never on this wall. And I did, as I mentioned earlier, graduate from Borromeo in 2002. And they had some kind of water damage, you can see a little bit there. And they were not able to put our pictures up that year. So I, I kind of got my wish for a little while. But now you see the picture is up on the wall. So these are my Borromeo classmates. And um, you can see that's my picture right there. So that's me in 2002. And then if you come around the corner here, we move into St. Mary's. 
So this is, these are all the ones that became priests, many of whom have touched my life over the year and really been father figures to me and spiritual fathers. And uh, this was a wall that I did want to be on <laughs> once I finally got through my, my time of saying no to the Lord. And right around here, they're still going this way. This is, um, this is St. Mary's. And you can finally see my class right here, the class of 2007. And I was ordained. Well, Father Tiff was still the rector, which is wonderful. Um, and there I am, 2007, on the wall. Father Tift, wonderful rector, probably the first authority figure in my life that I tremendously respected and admired. Would do anything for, he wouldn't have to tell me to do anything, all he had to do was ask, and I would do it. I haven't seen yet. It's new, it looks like. And it's in memory of Father Thomas W. Tift, who was my rector and just an amazing rector and wonderful priest, father figure. So you can see there, priest, historian, and friend. And of course, they snuck in a little uh, tribe logo there. I don't know how we'd think about that, but he did love the tribe. You can see right there was Father Tift's room, and I just loved that he was in the corner room there. Um, he was a wonderful presence to have in the seminary and a wonderful. Um, father figure too. And you can see this is the outside of my room where I was during my time at St. Mary's Seminary. So I did a year at Borromeo and then five years at St. Mary's and um, well this was one of my rooms early on and you can see it's right there by the stairwell. Those were the doors where I first pulled up to and came into the seminary back in the fall of 2001. One of the things that we love to do, or I love to do, especially as a seminarian, was to walk around the building. So I'm just going to do that today. I came a little bit earlier for an event here, and I had a little, I actually was early, which is so rare, and I walked around and prayed the breviary, prayed the office. So I said evening prayer right now, and it just reminded me of the wonderful walks Man, I probably walked, I don't know how many miles around this seminary over my six years here. It was just something I would do, especially when I was, um, well, when you wanted to talk or process things or, you know, talk things out with the guys. Um, one of the things that was so wonderful about being at the seminary was this whole community of wonderful guys that were also seeking God's will in their life. We had a lot of fun. Um, I'm over on the Borromeo side walking around here, so I did do one year of Borromeo as I was finishing up at Cleveland State University. I was doing both at the same time. In the beginning, I think I was taking something like 24 or 5 credit hours because I was trying to finish up my degree at Borromeo in December. From Cleveland State, in December of 2001, and I was currently going to the seminary at that same time. and in the, the summer or spring of 2002, I received my certificate from Borromeo. This, I have to say, um, is one of my favorite spots because we just had a lot of fun. This was the, the lounge up there. And uh, this was where we uh, 
had a lot of fun indoors and outdoors. This is the garage that leads to outside. I once built a giant snowman there in the garage um, and took all the blame for that one. So you can see it's just a beautiful, beautiful area to walk around. So this is Borromeo, that's where the lounge was. My first room, you can see up there, is not the big window, but the, uh, where is it? I'll try and get there, this window, the second window over. So I had the corner room there, I was right, right in the end and I love that. Um, it was cool because I was still doing video production. I was doing all my stuff at Cleveland State and at the same time uh, doing philosophy here and um, one of the things that I realized is that for the first, I don't know, probably six months, maybe even the first year I was here, half the people didn't even know who I was because I was going to class nonstop, really trying to, to do both degrees at once. So this is the um, All Saints School, which again is the backside of what was Borromeo High School, and now it's a great school. And I was blessed. I always wanted to be a part of it because there are kids here, and I've always loved kids. Uh, um, I was blessed actually to be a seminarian at St. John Vianney's and I got to teach here at the grade school. So um, just a lot of good memories of teaching and, and a lot of good support and friendships that I formed here as well. Here you can see the field. So this field, um, we would play baseball, football, soccer, and once had my, my truck here actually during one of the years of running the fest where I filled it with hot water and did a little hillbilly hot tub and drove it up to the back of the hill where we all hot tubbed on the back of the hill and then finished the night off with a huge giant slip and slide that went down. I want to walk you back here because this hill is one of my favorite memories of the seminary. This was a place where, there were two places where I really went when I needed to Maybe it was run away or run to God. Um, two of the places I really found his presence. One was in the chapel, of course, which I'll show you later. Many profound times in prayer and experience there. But the other was this back hill. And this back hill, we kind of joked that it was back hill formation. Because as a seminarian, you're supposed to be formed uh, in many different ways. And one of those areas is human formation. And this really was just a place that we had a lot of fun. So we'll take a second and walk up there. Forgot how muddy this place always was right through here. Look at a river. No more in blacks. Up here is pretty beautiful and breathtaking. Look at the sky. On a clear day, and actually today you can see it all the way back is Lake Erie. So over the trees, over that um, edge just before the sky is Lake Erie. And one to experience the profound beauty of God and nature and so many times um, when I needed a respite, a respite, you know, a little break, I love to go out into nature and I still do to this day, you know, I love to, to pray in nature, I love to read in nature, I love just to be, especially when the sun's out, so we have a beautiful day today. Many times I would come up here and watch the sunset, pray vespers with the guys or night prayer, and 
just sit and laugh and tell stories and talk about all of our anxieties and fears and hopes and dreams and you know our passions and it was great it was a wonderful time uh, of backhill formation as we called it In the winter, we would sled ride down this hill, which was always a blast. And this field really became the dream for the fest. Um, I was blessed and privileged to work with Father Bob early on. And because of my background in video and production, I was able to manage all the lighting and staging and bands and uh, really dream big, bring in uh, just the LEDs, boards and the jumbotrons and the sound systems, it was, it was quite a wonderful opportunity for me. And I think what I loved about it is it brought people to the actual seminary. You know, I think a lot of times people don't know that we have the seminary right here, nor do they know that, um, I don't know, just that it's so different, I think, than it used to be. So open, um, you know, it's, it's still a wonderful, spiritual, profoundly um, Catholic place, obviously. But there's, um, you know, since the Vatican II, there's just a more openness, you know, to visitors and to people, lay people being present here. We even have lay people that study here and um, some of them who have become good friends over the year. We used to have all of our seminary bonfires over here and I was in charge of that, so that was always a lot of fun. One time we had the, the biggest one ever. We had tons of pallets and it just climbed up. The flames were probably, 15 yards in the air. We did have a pool too. It was usually too cold to use it because even right now it's uh, May 13th and you know the weather, weather's just starting to break. So it's not, you can see it's not even filled yet. So by the time we had left the seminary for the summer, the pool wasn't even ready to go. Sometimes it would be, oftentimes not. And then when we come back in the fall, it would be ready. So good times there as well. I continue just to walk around these grounds. I remember um, just the uh, the sacred times. I think you always look back fonder than maybe when it was because when you're there, you tend to want to get out. Um, but you know, I was so blessed to have such good friends and um, good brothers that they really became over the years. So that was a, a really wonderful experience. I remember one time my father was in the hospital and I came back late at night. It must have been after midnight. And when I came back, my classmates were actually sitting there by the door, by my door, waiting for me, um, just wanting to pray with me. How are you? Good. And this is definitely much more open to people than maybe in years past. Um, but I remember my classmates were there for me and they wanted to pray with me. So we went down to the chapel together and we prayed for my father together and it was just so comforting to know that um, when I came back at one of the more difficult times, they were right there. They were right there with, for me to pray with me. I often think that this was like Emmaus walk, you know, that um, we would walk together and, and when, when we walked together outside of these around the buildings, this holy place. Um, 
So many times Jesus was in our midst, maybe without realizing it. You know, there were moments where we would gain epiphany or moments where we might be in desolation and just by sharing it with, with each other we were brought back to consolation and back to a closeness with God. I think it, it was a wonderful time just to um, learn to share yourself, to be uh, vulnerable and intimate with, with a brother and um, it was a non-judgmental walking. Um, you were just there for each other. And it was so natural, you know, you could often see if a guy was struggling or they could see if I was struggling and they would just say, want to go walk, you know, or sometimes you'd walk and you'd say evening prayer and when you get done, you would just walk in silence to, together um, and enjoy just the presence of somebody with you, a good friend and a good support. I always encourage guys that, you know, think about the seminary, they might be afraid to go because of what they might miss out on. And I just think, you know, you might miss out on the college experience, but you're never going to have an experience of brotherhood and fraternity and prayer like you will here at the seminary. This is the uh, basketball courts, but actually we use them to play roller hockey. That's what I really enjoy doing. Um, one of the things that you try to do is get in some physical formation, you know, so they encourage that as one of the pillars of formation to really get exercise, to get into a routine so that when you become a priest you're, um, you know, uh, you are in the practice of continuing to exercise your body. And so that's so important um, that we do that. It is one of the pillars of formation. And this parking lot too was just great for rollerblading and it was wide open usually a lot of times. And it was also great for doing donuts in, in the winter. When I come back late, usually, you know, it was pretty empty on this side and you could do some pretty mean donuts and that was always fun. I still do that as a priest. <laughs> so I remember one time they were, one of my parishes, it was St. Joe's, they were a little concerned about the uh, tracks that they saw in the, in the parking lot. And as they followed them, they led all the way up to my garage door at the rectory, so they found out it was me. And then this is the St. Mary's side where all the graduates went, and um, we played our big annual football games over here. Those were uh, those were a big deal, and I was never actually in a losing football game. The only year that they lost, I was gone on internship. Uh, I played football when I was in grade school, but I was pretty small and afraid I think and uh, this was fun playing um, it was it was it was um, just much more enjoyable maybe I was more more confident so that kind of is the physical formation there's also the importance of spiritual formation human formation and intellectual formation so I'll talk a little bit about each of those as we go in The chapel has three naves, and on this nave, this is where we would say our breviary together. So we would say morning prayer together and evening prayer together, and you would sit on different sides of the choir and sing and chant and pray together. And I do miss that. It was a wonderful experience of 
all these men that were chanting together. And then you can see this is a statue of Mary. One of the things that I love about the statue is that she is carrying this lantern. I've just always loved lanterns and um, you can see that she's, she's carrying a lantern there. And then here you see the sacraments. So this is baptism, confirmation, first communion, confession, which is my favorite, anointing of the sick. Here you have the laying on of the hands at ordination. sacrament of marriage and then there's just a couple images of, of Christ knocking on the door and it's the classic one where you notice that there's no handle you know that he is uh, just knocking and you have freedom to to let him in or to not one of the things I loved is when the disciples were locked in the inner room um, Jesus just went right through that door so sometimes um, he comes into our heart and hearts when we're even too hard or unfree to let him in. And then of course you have Jesus handing Peter the keys. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And you can see that's like the institution of him as the, the Pope. You have the Vatican behind him there and the, the sheep. So he's the, the ultimate Papa, Pope, Shepherd. And then there's one more of St. Peter with the keys and the Holy Spirit coming upon him sitting in the throne, the chair of St. Peter. There were many times late at night I would just come in here and play the piano. One of my favorite songs to sing was um, a praise song, Come Into My Heart. Come into my heart Come into my heart reverberate around in this chapel here. It was a wonderful way for me to pray at the end of the night and to allow my anxieties to calm down. And I loved because it was right here in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I really loved praying in this chapel, coming in here late at night. And uh, when I first came, my whole first year I would pray the rosary. And uh, the Statue of Mary was there, and that was so profound for me. But one of my favorite places to pray, actually, was hidden. What I would do is actually come here into the chapel, and there's a corner here where there's like nothing. And I would always pull, pull up a chair and sit here and face the Blessed Sacrament. What I loved about this rather hidden place was that it was um, felt 
so much like I was just with the Lord. Um, tremendous sense of solitude and closeness and union many times that I would pray here. And I remember one of the last times that I prayed here before I was ordained, before I went in my last year of the seminary, I was kind of second guessing it and wondering if I was ready and, you know, just um, worried about being holy enough, I think. Um, but I was sitting here and I had decided to come back through my spiritual director and a priest friend that's a counselor. And I was sitting here in the chapel and I thought, Lord, I, I will come, I will do your will you want and if you want me to be ordained this year um, I just need a confirmation I need to know I need to know that that's what you want and you know and if you don't then you know tell me to go for more healing or more whatever and so I was sitting here praying with my breather in my hands and a wonderful priest Father Jack Murphy came up and if you know him um, he's always been a legend in our diocese but He's a very tall, kind of looming figure, deep voice, and just a strong, strong priest. Uh, someone that I think everybody respects. And he came up to me right here in this chair in this corner. And he said to me, Michael, I don't know what's going on with you or, or, or you know, what, where you're at, but I know, I'm sure you're talking to your spiritual director and the right people, but there's one thing you need to know. And I was praying with my breviary, had it wide open in my lap. And he said to me, as he pointed on my, my breviary, just very strongly hit it with his finger and he said, you belong here, you belong here. And he said it with such an intensity, almost like a, you know, um, almost like a, a pain of, of me even thinking that I didn't. And it was so strong and I thought, well, I can't get a better confirmation than that. And so that's where God really confirmed my yes, and um, as my spiritual director said at the time, turn your hand to the plow and don't ever look back. And so I did. I just went all in my last year and put my hand to the plow and I never looked back. And 10 years into it, I still haven't. And I'm so grateful for that, that moment and that memory. And I'm grateful for this prayer space in this chapel and the late nights I would have here making the holy hour. <laughs>